Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. This is it, guys. The last episode of the year. Can you believe, Charlotte, we've done 511 episodes? Oh, my God. It just flew by. Right? We've we've crammed we've crammed like three years into into four months. We really did. I was like, hey, let's do four a day. And Dave's like, no, nah, no, it's too much. And here we are. And we and here we are having done it. Who, who feels than foolish ever. now? <laughs> right. Uh I wanna say, I don't know why I wanna say this. It's no chance he's listening, but my seven year old, now seven year old Harrison turned seven today. Happy birthday to you. Um he's like I said, not listening. He's actually not even in the house. He chose to be with his cousins um, overnight. Wow. His real family. <laughs> but I imagine at some point we'll see him today. So uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Harrison. Harrison. Yes. Thank you. That kid's all right in my book. I like <laughs> him very much. He, he He's a very funny guy. And as we start our final episode of 2020, yeah. this one just feels this one just means a little bit more. And that's why I want to say this one is for Miles. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Mason Rudolph, Miles. Garrett, this is um, this is the second time they've met up, right? Wait, it almost happened. No, it didn't happen. He was he was the backup. He wasn't going to get in. Did he get in in that last game? No. I. It's funny. I feel like he did get in yeah, at I the back too. end of that game, right? But I don't think Miles Garrett was against him or whatever. But I, you know, yeah, of course, that's what you want to do. You want to sit down with uh, with the guy. Um, that's what Miles Garrett says he wants to do is he wants to clear the air with Mason Rudolph after he threw Mason Rudolph under the bus. Clear the, uh, I think uh, he cleared uh, the air when he swung his helmet at him. He cleared it's cl- <laughs> clearing a lot. So cleared out something, cleared out a lot of space. He wants to get hit by uh, a deadly object like well, that. Well, let's let's uh, we have a lot to get to, but let's talk about that. Let's uh the the Browns are now a 10-point favorite, according to FanDuel. 42 is the over-under against the Steelers. The Steelers did the Browns a massive favor by knocking the Colts into the eighth spot the other day and now doing them another favor by sitting their starters. It's it, uh, Big Ben is sitting. I don't know, Dave, are the other starters sitting? It's, it seems like that they would all fall in form. Yeah, I think they're going to it's um, it hasn't exactly Tomlin hasn't said right. to this point who's going to sit down, but I would expect it's going to be the old guard. I would think Cam Hayward's going to sit. No reason to risk injury there. Mm-hmm. Stephon Tuitt, who's had his troubles. I mean, I you know, at some point I, I like when people do that, uh, that thing of like, don't put no starters in like you understand there's only so many people yeah, on right. an NFL roster, right? You can't just sit 22 human beings down and take guys off the street, although that would be very fun, and that would add extra pressure. Listen, Baker Mayfield and company just lost to a bunch of uh, anonymous people on the New York Jets. I, I mean, the pressure, and I I know it's a recurring theme here on this program, as long as I'm flapping my gums, the curse is supposed to oh, is listen. potentially Wait, what? hovering over this. That. <laughs> the curse of Sposta is a black cloud over the over the city of Cleveland right now. After you lose to the Jets, if you lose after everybody decided that they were a playoff team because they almost they almost threw a parade um, in the city of Cleveland because they almost beat the Baltimore Ravens and everybody decided this means that they're dangerous and look out for them in the playoffs. If they miss the playoffs now because they lost to the Jets backups 
and to the Pittsburgh Steelers backups. I mean, I don't know why. Oh, let me. T- that- there's no funnier result this week if you have no rooting I interest. Agree. Uh, and Charlotte, I agree. To add to it, Miles Garrett could say what he wants, and he's smart to say, "I want to clear the air," because otherwise, this is Mason Rudolph's Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Like, what is better? What is better? Forget about how funny it is to us. He wants this game more than anything, right? Oh, for he's a sure. ten point ten point underdog. Can knock the Browns out of the playoffs. Can declare victory over Miles Garrett, the Walter Payton recipient of whatever or whatever the team uh, representative. Oh my God, how crazy and great that would be! I wouldn't recommend taking the points. I I, I think this Browns is a money line play right now because eventually they'll probably win. I hope they get at least a scare in them, but. Uh, how much fun, Charlotte? Come on. I mean, the Browns get knocked out. Just unbelievable. I think I I feel like this also if you're one of the Steelers who gets to start who doesn't normally or who's playing, like I would think of this as as my this is almost like their preseason that they didn't get. Like this I feel like could actually really be make a big difference for some guys going forward in terms of their contracts or their future with the team or maybe another team sees how they play here. So maybe this should be Maybe this is something that we should like implement in the NFL where you the the team that has locked up a good spot has to start guys who haven't played all year as like a kind of pseudo exhibition game. And then like it would be sort of the NFL equivalent of a Cinderella story in in the NCAA tournament. I, I think that yeah. there's I think there's something to this because I mean imagine the the narratives too, like the you don't. This doesn't happen if they don't sit Big Ben for Mason Rudolph to have. So it's it's just it sort of brings like an NBA flavor of drama to the whole to the whole thing. Well, and the other part of it is if Mason Rudolph lights up the scoreboard, you know, Big Ben had a nice half, Dave. After uh, a, a, a half out of a month, he um, thrived last week. Then you, you, some idiots will say, "Well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if they're idiots." They'll say there's a quarterback controversy, right? There were oh, sure. grownups. Yeah. There are grownups who are paid for their football opinions <laughs> who at halftime or even before halftime of the Colts and Steelers game who were on purpose typing into public spaces that the Steelers should go to Mason Rudolph for the second half. <laughs> I mean, it's it's absurd. So in that world, of course, there will be people if Mason Rudolph plays well in this game that says, I, dude, I don't know. Big Ben. <laughs> Dude, Roethlisberger's done a lot of good stuff. He took us to Super Bowls, dude, but maybe it's Mason Rudolph's I would... turn to take over for the Steelers. <laughs> I, here, I, I mean, to Charlotte's point, yes, this has happened before. And, it, it, you know, it's it's funny to us. It's like if you've ever been. I was the, the 13th man on my high school basketball team, and I didn't realize until years later I was the joke, I that I wasn't in on the joke. But, the but, you know. <laughs> you didn't realize the, you didn't my, play? No, well, my classmates and even the guys on my team, they would be like, put in check. And like the guys would come uh, in, the starters like Pulaski and company, they would go to the head coach <laughs> and they would say, they would say like, come on, sit me down. It's a 20 point game, put in check. And I'd be like, that's really nice. And then I realized it was that they wanted to laugh at me. But in the same way, we want to laugh at Mason Rudolph and everybody else. Ross Tucker tweeted at us yesterday about this. It can actually reveal stars. Wait, I think it was, I forget what year it was, 2002, 2003, something like that. The Bills needed the win to get into the playoffs. The Steelers sat all there, big guys, and some anonymous guys named Fast Willie Parker mm. ran for like 200 yards. And, uh, and another guy, an undersized pass rusher named James Harrison, 
um, right. revealed themselves to be stars. I mean, that's well, it, look at it, Patrick for real. It's four a, this years is, ago, played week 17. I mean, yeah. not, not that, you know, it's a little different situation. Matt but, yeah. Flynn made himself a ton of, made, changed the Flynn family's fortune for generations to come from mm. a week 17 game. Yes, it's funny to us, but also this is exactly right. It's a preseason game for these guys. This is their chance to shine. And I'll tell you what it amounts to specific to this Browns game. You hinted at it, Sal. Nine and a half is the where is where I saw it. I I'll take the Steelers. Ten now. Plus up to ten, 10. now. I mean, yeah. I know everybody, it's it's very easy to say, well, obviously the Browns are gonna win this game. I don't I don't expect with a, a Mike Tomlin team specifically to just come out there and roll the ball out there and be like, ah, take this yeah, one, Browns. We'll maybe see you next week. I don't I know what happens. They're gonna show up. I don't, I don't know, like sure, ten points. I'm not sure the to- the hot tubbers allowed back, Charlotte. I'm not sure. Does he have those regular receiving core? Uh, the hot Baker Mayfield. Oh, the guy, the the uh, the COVID I was like, hot tubbers. Is that a sports yeah. term that I don't know? And it's like, <laughs> no, be. those are the guys who got COVID Real, in a hot they, tub. Honestly, maybe that's the Clippers' new name. I don't know what the one, hot tubbers uh, they, is. They pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have you seen if they're back? I've not seen that they're all. I don't think they're off the list yet. So I mean, it I, would I be wild if you had a Browns practice squad against a Steelers not great yeah. squad. It's a weird week. I would take the Steelers. They're down a couple of guys. I would take the Steelers. They're down a couple of guys. Let's look at uh, these teams. Now, you guys have a horse in the race. Dave, you obviously want to look forward. And when I ask you which AFC team do you want to see left out, you have a better, you have a clearer answer because you're like, well, I'm the Steelers. We're in the playoffs. I want this team left out because I don't want to meet up with them. Charlotte, you could say I want this team left out because uh, Mm -hmm. you're a Patriots fan and you just like don't want to see um, another team succeed. I have no horse in the race. Um, so I will just, uh, I'll, I'll just look at it from a different lens, but Colts, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins, or Titans. I guess, Dave, if you have to pick one, it's funniest because you'll, if the Browns are out, it's because of you, your team. But if you might pick the Ravens because you just don't want to meet up with them. Right. So if you have to choose, I'm thinking those are the two you would choose between out of the five. To not leave out. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the, the Browns. Yeah. the It really, I'm sorry, Cleveland. I feel bad for your fan base, but also the fans and the players with the yapping, you've left out the critical part of actually doing something of significance before you start flapping your gum. So on some level, I feel like you have it coming Browns. I do think you'll survive the steal or second string and sneak into the playoffs, but yeah, the team, uh, the team uh, for if I want to make a Super Bowl run in the AFC by uh, the the team that everybody should be hoping doesn't show up from Kansas City to Pittsburgh to Buffalo is the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that's you where do, I mean. If saying. the if, if the Bills draw if the Bills draw as their or Pittsburgh draws the Baltimore Ravens right. as your wild card round foe, especially in an empty stadium and everything else, that feels like a coin flip game. Seemed like a lot of work for nothing, right? To get a yes. two seed and you're not getting a buy anyway out of the two seed and you're meeting up with the Ravens. Like that seems the most unfair matchup. All right, Charlotte, as a Patriots fan, maybe there's, I don't know, is it the Dolphins that you don't want us to get in or is there just um, from a viewing perspective? Is there no, I mean, it, you know, I think that what would make sense as a Patriots fan for me to say is the Titans because they knocked us out last right. year. But That's good. I weirdly personally, I don't care about the Colts. Like I have no I'm not invested in the narrative mm. of the Colts. Really, I don't know why. Like I like Frank Reich. I like um, I like. Philip Rivers, maybe I, I just feel like he would 
I feel like he's not going to make it to a Super Bowl. I feel like the Colts with Philip Rivers will once like Philip Rivers will once again mess up in the playoffs. So I would rather have a little more chaos. Like I kind of want to see what happens to a Titans team. I want to see. I think that the Browns story is is mm-hmm. will end tragically. And and I think, you know, I want to see those narratives play out more than I want to see the Colts, which maybe is terrible. And I feel a little bad saying that because I, I don't dislike them i just sort of from an interest perspective i don't care about no, them that's that much. fair no i could have asked which teams do you want to see in and then it would you wouldn't have to feel bad you could just name positive things but yeah <laughs> but no, you know I'm what i mean like way. i don't so really... you're rooting for good football i'm rooting for good football yeah i have uh, uh otherwise uh i'm looking at i think the colts could make a little noise but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go dolphins I just don't want to see him. I don't want to see that offense. I agree. That's, see, that's I really the one. Like that's Brian the one. Flores. Let's see you next year. Uh, I do too, I want but the best I don't, for I don't, him. I don't, I'm not sure he should get coach of the year. We'll go over those odds. Well, let's go over them now. He's even odds to win coach of the year, according to Fandle. Sean McDermott plus 150. Stefanski seven to one. And then we get in the, the Rivera's and the Reeds at 15 and 16 to one. But let me just tell you something. If he starts tour this week, not sure he should get the hardware for coach of the year. Honestly, honestly. And I've seen that line has gone from Bills minus four to Bills minus one because, Dave, it looks like they'll probably, you try to map this out in your head. It's such a tough week to, to gamble on, but they'll probably play the first half and go scoreboard watching and say, hey, all right, we have a lead. Oh, okay, the Steelers are losing 17-3. We could sit everybody. And then that uh, Dolphins bet all of a sudden looks decent. But uh, there's also... You can make a case. That, that one's crazy. That's, Tua's though, the that's a really tough one. They're kind yeah. of starting their backup in Tua. I just don't think this is a good move for Flores to start with Tua. I get it. He's the quarterback of the future. You want to make the playoffs, though, and you want to potentially win a game in the playoffs. Fitzpatrick's your guy right now. He just is. I just, I hear you. And it's also Flores, a disciple of Belichick, and Belichick at least outwardly cuts a pretty convincing um, figure that he doesn't allow the outside noise to influence anything that happens among his personnel decisions. The media doesn't dictate, obviously. But in a year of Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow at least having some moments of optimism, it is. it kind of feels like this isn't happening in a vacuum. Why else would you put two in there over Fitzpatrick except that it feels like maybe we took the wrong guy? I, I, I really don't think that's why Flores would run two out there, but there's no way you think that Tua gives you a better chance of winning than Fitzpatrick. It's a very, it's funny because these same Dolphins ran a hook and ladder, much like they did back in the early 80s playoff game, um, Duriel Harris to Tony Nathan um, off the right arm of Don Strock, the relief quarterback. The Dolphins have a relief quarterback once again, you know, 40 years later here. Why don't you just cut to the chase and go with Ryan Fitzpatrick, except that the kid's supposed to be your future, and maybe this is messing with his confidence to have to sit down for an old bearded man? Uh, I don't get it. It's very strange. But, yes, all this, let this be our last week of conversation about the the Dolphins Dolphins. for the objective football fan because it's not as interesting. And also, I'm sorry, Titans fans, you're the only thing that can muck up a glorious Super Bowl (laughs) because the Seahawks, Saints, and Packers are the only teams, maybe the Bucks, that reasonably could get to the Super Bowl. And then anybody out of the AFC besides the Titans or Dolphins getting to the Super Bowl is a spectacular. I think story it's funny either so way. Just I mean, stay you, could, you could get great quarterbacks. You take your pick, Big Ben or uh, Josh Allen against Mahomes is ideal for the AFC. And yes. then, and then you got you got Brady against Rodgers against Breeze, and get get those three in there or Russ Wilson 
That's fun too. I, I know. I'm looking forward. I mean, to Phil Rivers in big games. Phil Rivers in a big game. Uh, people are sleeping on that one. I hear what uh, if if he doesn't yeah. strike your fancy, he doesn't. But 17 is a lot of fun and um, really potent. You know, he's right on that cusp of Hall of Fame. And this next, you know, two. I mean, if he doesn't make the playoffs, that's the end of that. But if he gets into the mix, yeah, this is these are critical games for his Gold Jacket candidacy as well. I'm hearing uh, now. I don't know Joel Solomon. He likes to joke around, but he sent me a private message here. Just now, the Browns released a statement. They've closed the facility after a player and staff member tested positive for. COVID-19, COVID-19. Yeah. Oh my God. That is, I don't get the joke. (laughs) Yeah. What's, what's so funny, Joel, about that? Uh, happy new year. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. No, somebody do the Photoshop. Somebody do the Photoshop and put over the helmet of Miles Garrett as he's swinging it, put a COVID thing. One of those red, uh, around the steel. That's cush balls. Yeah, that's we don't uh, need that. Well, I don't know. So I guess I guess they'll move. They on. gotta I mean, close the hot tub. The they're closing down the hot tub now. That's it. No hot tub. No hot tub in this week. Hey, some weird odds to make the playoffs on the NFC side. Well, first of all, I think the Dolphins minus two eighty seems really high. Um honestly, I think the doll we saw the Bills and how they could score and how they could score quickly. I get what they're doing, the Dolphins, but they could be down fourteen nothing at half and uh be a you know uh Tough road to hoe. It's tough road to hoe, right? It's yeah. not yeah. it's not road. No, it's like you're sowing seeds and you're hoeing the row in the field. Row. Yeah. But wouldn't I get you that people are wrong with road. No, you wouldn't, but it, that would also be tough. Anything to to hoe would be tough. I mean, almost, right? Well. I mean, you'd be silly to to try to hoe a row. You would, but um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see, I see. Dwayne Haskins yeah. isn't hard to hoe. We saw that last week. There you go. He likes that. He <laughs> takes pictures and no, everything. That's oh, I don't not know. Funny. That's a different <laughs> thing. I think that's that's totally different, Dave. Come on, that's out of line. <laughs> Rams. Uh, I'm sorry to Dwayne Haskins and uh, yeah, the apologize of to all Dwayne. those people. Rams minus six fifty seems high to me. Um, I get it. The Bears could lose, and then their game doesn't matter. Bears lose to the Packers, but um. Wolford from Wake Forest in a depleted uh, ru- running back situation. Uh, I'm I'm not that uh, high on the Rams at minus one minus six fifty to make the playoffs. Well, it's because of Kyler, right? I mean, as you say, I mean, yeah, if, I the, the, the other side of that, if Kyler doesn't go, and the other thing with Kyler, that's a coin is, flip game. Yeah, I agree. Except that we've already seen Kyler. Um, with the ability to run and Kyler without the ability to run. And he comes back to earth quickly when it's the latter. And um, so I, I, it kind of makes sense that the Rams should win that game. It, except to your point, who's the, I, these games are the greatest. It's, That's, it, uh, it's the greatest. Ridiculous but games to- are like bowl games. They really are like bowl games. Like, is Georgia going to try? I mean, like, I know. it's the same sort of thing. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, is Ole Miss going to show up to play? I mean, who knows? Yeah, what, but it's what, it's what motivation different. At least these guys have. You think at least if you could figure out if those bowl teams are going to try, it's over sixty minutes. You know, this is like no, yeah, well, they're yeah, they're going to try. They're going to try for two quarters, or the Packers are going to try for one right. quarter, and they're going to say Packers Bears. Packers are a five and a half point favorite. That's a fun game. I'm not going to say that nobody's talking about it, but Packers need to win to get that one seed, um, and the Bears need to don't need to win to make the playoffs. They could lose and Cardinals could lose and they'll sneak in. Um, I would take the Packers five and a half. That's it. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. What? That's like weirdly, that seemed weirdly 
low almost to me. Everybody's in love. I get it with Aaron Rodgers and what he did Sunday night. And they look like a complete team offensively. And when you do nice things in the snow, you get rewarded. Right now, he's the minus 370 to win MVP, which is insanity because Patrick Mahomes two weeks ago was minus 550 and won his games. But anyway, all right, that's fine. What do you like? If you like passing yards, it's Mahomes. If you like touchdowns, it's Rodgers. I'm fine with that. But it pays to do things in the snow. Yeah. By the way, Dave, go get, fetch the mail in the snow and uh, see how your bride looks at you. Like it, it, you do anything in the snow, and I think you're um, you, you're boosted to the next wow, level. That's you put tough on a to pedestal. be married in L.A. though. You, uh, you yeah, you I know, I know. That. You got to take the family mm-hmm. to you Big Bear to just to retrieve try. mail. It's it's weird. Yeah, you have to actually try. Who the hell wants to do that? Where was I getting it? Oh, so I don't know. I, I, I'm taking the Bears here, plus five and a half. Um, you know, a Trubisky is a second rate to Rodgers, but uh, it's a Trubisky trapdoor game, I think, right here. I think they keep it close, at least. Really? I'm surprised that you would say that. I mean, because, because of exactly what you just said. It's it's who has something to play for. I mean, the, the Packers certainly... This is a massive game. You know, it's like, well, you got to sit and rest your starters and get ready for the playoffs. Well, they can buy themselves that week off with a victory against the Bears, who they are or who they are certainly better than. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's the rivalry and and, and all of that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm so, of all the games on the board. I'm more confident in the pack really? than I am, say, in either direction. Well, I mean, Buffalo and Miami, how, how, how do you read that one? How important is it? And there's nothing that Sean McDermott or Josh Allen or anyone else is going to say that's going to tip their hand fully about how important it is to, for them to be a two or a three seed. It's a, I don't know what their motivation is. How much well, the do Bears, they want to keep That them? would have to rely on uh, the Rams winning otherwise. I don't know. I know they're scoreboard watching there, but they're going to try. They, they still need to win to get in as far as they know no, I know I understand but the Packers are better than the Bears I and know. the Packers want to win and take a week off next week and so they are going to be motivated here's so the thing I know that, I'm going to get crap from you on this now this is the greatest rivalry in sports or at least football Packers, uh, I mean Bears? the NFL oh, stop it. the NFL declared it when they started their 100th season this was the game they ditched the Super Bowl winning champ goes against another team format for the first game of the year and had bat Packers bears because this is the greatest rivalry. You know, Again, that's I, gotta... I'd like to see for the, for the greatest rivalry that's been around for 300 years. I remember one game that was actually entertaining between the Packers and bears. I think it happened like three years ago. That's gotta like a, be like a Thursday night market research. Someone was like, Hey, 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 our best audiences come when we like, you know, that that's sort of veiled. Yeah. Like, there's another reason for that. That's not the greatest rivalry. Dave, you're shaking your head. I'm surprised. You're a historian. I think you would like the the AFC North, no. the NFC North toughness, and you know it's because the framers, it's the framers of of our league, love to perpetuate uh, the nonsense that anyone gives a crap about what happened in 1943. Wow, in pro football. It's, it's I thought you gave a crap about what yes, happened everybody. In 1943. No. 1943 is too recent for him, Charlotte. Oh, yeah, I think right. I, I think I, uh, He's to like me, the 1890s kind one, of guy. One size <laughs> does not fit all. Baseball, uh, Major League Baseball really starts. I mean, if you want, uh, it's hard to evaluate pro, uh, Major League Baseball without the, the 27 Yankees in that era of baseball. So maybe you start the clock after the Black Sox scandal, the Yankees save it. But then also... Baseball isn't really, really going in the modern era until Jackie Robinson arrives, and and then maybe you start the clock there. Pro football, 
all the all the old curmudgeons tell you endlessly if you're willing to listen that 1958 that the Johnny Unitas versus the Giants title game made pro football matter. No one cared about it before then. So by definition, why do we pay any attention to what happened in 1953 or otherwise? It doesn't make a difference. The Super Bowl era is a nice, clean endpoint. The AFL stuff is fun, and the NFL in the '60s with the Packers and everything else. But and Jim Brown, Jim Brown is but the one that that, that would be the. That's one how that you can't admit, yes. mess that. Okay, so start the clock in '58. Then nothing matters before any those records are are have all been erased anyway. So who cares about any of that crap? But I will say, Fridge Perry scoring touchdowns. I think his first touchdowns, or at least he caught a touchdown against pass. the Packers. I, in Lambeau, uh, Aaron Rodgers to Randall Cobb, where that ball scraped, uh, scraped the the moon and came back down. It hung in the air forever that won the Packers of the division that year. And then BJ Raji against Caleb Haney, Caleb Haney, that was that Cutler game that that, uh, Caleb Haney was the third quarterback that game, I think. (laughs) Right. We came very close because Jay Cutler likely wouldn't have gone because he, he needed surgery. So he wouldn't have played in that Super Bowl. You would have had Caleb Haney start. Yeah, but it wasn't uh, close. Super the Packers Bowl. beat him up. That was that, that that was like the only hope for this rivalry, I thought. And the the pa- they ended up winning by two touchdowns, I think. At least double because digits. of BJ Raji with a with a fourth quarter touchdown. Yeah. If that didn't happen, that game was close. Yeah. That game was close. That I remember almost happened. hating that game. I must have had money on the Bears or something. I remember walking away hating that game. Um Anyway, Steelers would have won the Super Bowl, so I hated it too. Ultimately, because they would have beaten that they they lost to Rodgers. They wouldn't have lost to Caleb Haynes. Right. I want to go over. Uh, anyway, Rodgers minus three seventy to win MVP. So maybe he's got that in the back of his mind too. He seems to be. Um, he seems to be keeping better track of his stats than Patrick Mahomes is. Right. Like throwing for one yard touchdown passes and shit like that. Anyway, he, maybe he thinks he needs to add two more. Which would lend to your point, Dave, that the pack, the Packers are a good bet this week. Um, one more thing that jumped out at me: T.J. Watt minus two hundred for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Oh my God! What do you think, Charlotte? That was a toss-up. That was Aaron Donald's award to win well, for. I was long surprised time. because, yeah, yeah, you think Aaron Donald might be the best player in football. So, like, why would you? He's not going to get MVP because you right. know it's he's a. <laughs> He's not a quarterback, but he you might as well give him defensive player. And then Yeah, is there any award for the best player in football? No. Is there any award like, for the not. that? There there no. truly fairly is win. not. You can't we that's it's a broken system. But um last week I the TJ Watt has 15 sacks. The mm. Titans alone the Titans entire team has 14. So that's right. it. So I saw you see stats like that and you're like, wait a second, TJ Watt has been quietly quietly just killing it all year yeah and i mean dave you probably were much more aware of that but it's the kind of thing where i yeah i didn't i didn't feel it was all that quiet but um but if you're not a steelers fan and you're hearing names like aaron donald or i mean yeah right like it's not that so sacks matter right they they do like you could you you think people are looking at this from a different prism like okay quarterback pressures all that stuff we talk about aaron donald we watch the games. We see he's in on every single play. T.J. Watt's not that far off. He's in on a lot of plays too. But um, it is it is strange that whenever anyone picks the Rams to win a game, Aaron Donald is within the next second uh, sentence or two. It's not Jared Goff. Right. It's not this T.J. Watt. You're probably not bringing up until the second or 
or 53rd paragraph, right, Dave? It's hard it, <laughs> It's hard to make the distinction when it's a quarterback league. And so if you take any almost any quarterback out of the roster, the thing's going to implode on you. Mm-hmm. So the, it, it's the Jenga theory that I have that if you take the wrong piece out, the whole thing implodes. Well, certainly that applies to Aaron Donald. This The, the Rams this season are entirely, if, if they make it to the playoffs or otherwise, the, the fact that they're even relevant at this point in the conversation is because of Aaron Donald specifically yep. and to a larger, I mean, to I mean Jalen Ramsey and otherwise, but I mean, obviously Aaron Donald is the linchpin there. So isn't he the most valuable player? And couldn't you say, you're not going to, especially if they don't make the playoffs, but, uh, you know, by the same measure that, um, if Aaron Rodgers weren't on the Packers, where would they be? Same thing with the with the Rams applies, and that allows you if they would expand the voters and say Aaron Donald really deserves some MVP votes, then that allows for Defensive Player of the Year T.J. Watt. Because ultimately, we know if you want to just retire the award until Aaron Donald retires, you could also go that way. Obviously, right. he's the best defensive player in and football. And this is a Steelers. No, this is a number one Steelers fan saying this. I will also say. We get a little hyperbolic. Yes, Aaron Donald is, and it's not hyperbole to say, probably is going to retire as one of the three great um, defensive linemen of all time, along with uh, Mean Joe Green and Reggie White. Mm. Or probably that those are that's the those are the three in the conversation. Um, and uh, you, you, so. You, you also T.J. Watt. Let's not get. Let's not make such a division between <clears throat> Aaron Donald and. T.J. Watt. I mean, T.J. Watt has been rightly has been deserves a lot of praise. Absolutely, he's been yeah. I just think for a couple of years. It, it's now. just weird how I guess the voters think of it. That, I don't know how the odds swing, but you just talk about narratives and people talking about games, and Aaron Donald right. comes up a lot more than T.J. Watt. Now, Joel, you, sure. you Joel wanted to talk forty minutes. Here we go. Joel, jump in here. You're a big T.J. Watt fan. He has, he, he sent me a whole paragraph of T.J. Watt uh, stats here. Third, came in third last year. What what are you saying here? TJ Watt could have won it last year. He came in third last year. Right. He had ten votes. Has a chance. I, I don't know if he's going to play this Sunday, but has a chance to have the most sacks in a single season in Steelers history. Beat James Harrison and you know Bud Dupree mm. went down. They kept going and to me, I, 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 I'm All a right. check here. It's the time to come together. We're we're coming together. If TJ Watt doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year, then we're we're we can't do the podcast anymore. I, I, we're yeah. oh come on, Charlotte. I need you between now and and forever to try to figure out an award that Aaron Donald could win. I think it's, uh, it's this like is not fair. I think it's just like holy shit, Player of the yeah. Year. Right, because right. anytime I, he it's MVP, it's called the MVP. I know, but he wait, can't win that, that conversation. Yeah. Under this system, he can't win they're that. Not He's not allowed that. to win you that. You think they're going to give like they would never give Aaron Donald the MVP over Aaron Rodgers if Rodgers if you know they get the number one seed and he doesn't throw an yeah, interception. It's like that, that's how they do it. You're right. They're like, all right, you're not even the best Aaron. So, right. Okay. Sorry. Right, you have to exactly. sit down. Go, go, go try to win Defensive Player of the Year. He could oh, maybe get the best Donald. You don't have enough sacks. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the best Donald. The competition <laughs> yeah. there is not stiff, so. Yeah, you're right. There's one, uh, yeah. I mean. Non-mattingly. <laughs> maybe um, if this okay. Donald also says he's not leaving until he gets the award. Yes. Um, maybe, yeah. Maybe Don that's Don Mikowski. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the Dons. Oh, we're pretty thin at Dons in sports. Well, there's one. Oh, in sports, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. what Wahlberg, that just, We, we got to come up with an award. Osmond. It. It's not fair. It, it, it is getting into Bill Belichick territory, like. All right. Whether you like him or not, he's the best coach 
and he can't win the uh, Coach of the Year award. <laughs> we can go a decade without giving him the award. Um, I thought this was, uh, well, one more thing on uh, <clears throat> Fandle that jumped out at me. The winning conference, the, the conference with the team to win the Super Bowl, the NFC AFC is minus. Well, no, that was, yeah, they had the yeah, <laughs> NFC East for division. My God, I didn't even look at that. <laughs> Can you look um, at what those odds are, please? You know, it, it will end up being, these end up being just what the, the division winner is, unless you have two from the division. But let, let's, uh, yeah, let's look at that. They had the NFC East. Where the hell was this? I pulled this yesterday. Now this is not around here. I know the AFC is minus 148 to win the Super Bowl. Dave, you like that. Whether it's the Bills, Chiefs, or Steelers, you think that's going to be the winner, right? <clears throat> to to win the Super Bowl against anyone who emerges on the NFC side? No, yes. I, I, I the <clears throat> Packers, man. I, really? I, I, the Packers are scary, and I know it's weird. It's, it, it's bad that the Seahawks are struggling to score points, so it's really hard to get too excited about them right now. But, I mean, I also, as, you know, many people point out, the Seahawks, every game they play is crazy and dramatic and like uh, is better than any um, Hollywood epic that uh, could be cooked up. I, I could also see the Seahawks winning. Those are the two teams. I think the Brady storyline would be great if he wound up in the Super Bowl. I think the Saints are mighty, but somehow they'll trip up. But I do think that either the Packers or Seahawks could beat anybody, including Patrick Mahomes. I think minus 148 is fair because the line would be at least three. Chiefs minus three over Packers, at least. Uh, that's best case. Is that the best bet, Sal? You know better than than we do. Is that a is that a smart play, though, to just blindly bet AFC well, versus picking a team at, at, at this point looking into the near future? Well, here's what you'd have to do is which conference would um, <clears throat> which conference is likely to have a bigger upset team uh, representing them, right? Um, and then I think that's – maybe that is the AFC. God, it's stacked. One through and six, the Ravens, the, the idea that it's like, ah, I'm not impressed by the Ravens. Mm. A lot of people are stomping their feet about this one the last month when I started getting on this Ravens train. Mm. Uh, people are like, I'm not as impressed by the Ravens as you are. Like, well, all right. Be impressed by them when they went as a seven seed when they knock off right. the Bills or Pittsburgh or somebody like that. And they're going into Arrowhead for the divisional round. See how scared the uh Jeff Schwartz is talking up. I like he's like, ah, oh, the Patrick Mahomes will beat them. Will will he definitely? Because that defense, <clears throat> man, is loaded. And the way the Chiefs are playing, they're ripe. They're, I they they're the wild card, I guess. Um, ironically, since no, they're, they're not they're cut one no, seed all one along. Seat. Right. Yeah, they're the one seed. <laughs> but the way the Chiefs are playing are the thing that could really throw everything. Uh, all our assumptions right. developed over four months. You know, I, I, I'm i of the mind, and I don't know about these kind of things, about, like, can a championship-caliber team flip a switch? They're they're playing with that fire, right? <clears throat> Are, that, that the Chiefs, like, every week is a close oh, game? I think so, too. And, yeah. Dave, our friend Trevor has become insufferable. I don't know if you have a lot of Chief fan friends out there, but Chiefs are right up. And this happens with any dynasty or any team approaching a dynasty, even though they've won one. But... Uh, their fans become insufferable. Mine did. Yes. Yours did. Mm -hmm. Charlotte, yours certainly freaking did. And that's not going away anytime soon. Even the Patriots could be insufferable losers. That's going to be oh, yeah. uh, fun too. The worst. But, um, but oh, it's, it's Chiefs just so are delicious. As we... Chiefs are getting there. They really are. <laughs> no, they're, 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 they're the worst. You can't say boo about them. But, but uh, I would say though, the with, the, with the 148 though, back to that real quick. If yes. you like 
If you don't want to decide between the Chiefs and the Bills, those are two such strong teams. Sorry, I'll leave your Steelers out of the conversation for now. But those two teams, if either of those made the Super Bowl, they'd be at least a three-point favorite, I'd, I'd have to think. And therefore, the minus 148 is good. If not, if you want to wait it out and don't think either of those teams survive January, then skip out on the 148. And, you think and wait give me the number on this one, Sal. Yeah. I, 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 sorry, Charlotte. What, give me the number, though, if it's the Ravens. I, no, I know I this know. is crazy, but... If it's the Ravens and the Packers in the Super Bowl, what's the number Packers on that game? Packers are probably favored because you would think. You think so? I, I think so, yeah. I don't know, man. Well, what I, I was going to say I, I don't is, know. do if you they think vanquish... that the Bills are that, like, that much more obvious to win than the Packers? Well, I'm so it's funny because now I'm looking at the Bills are 9-1, to one, and a lot of it depends on what conference they're in. So the Packers are plus 550 and the Bills are 9-1. to one, So the Packers are more likely to get that by virtue of not having to play the Chiefs, I think, right? right? Um but Charlotte, to your question before, the NFC East winner is fifty to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Oh my god! Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> that's, that's the, the play. Do that. that. It's the most competitive division Just in all sports. Just put ten bucks Dave. on that. Don't laugh. I know the best stat. Maybe the best. Maybe the best predictive stat that there, that exists in the last few years. It, you can look awfully smart. Just bet just bet the two one seeds. I think off the top of my head, I don't remember the stat that I'm now saying is the best stat. But I think it's something like 20 out of the last 24 teams that get a bye yeah. go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, I'm i sorry. 20 of the last 24 Super Bowl participants had a bye. Um, so I had that backwards. But so I, the one seeds, like, like we said, were plus. Uh, You're a prohibitive favorite. You're, I mean, an extra game in these coin flip games, and that's what the playoffs tend to be. Even the Maroon Four against uh, Old Man Brady mm -hmm. is still a coin flip game. There, there are no gimmies in the playoffs. So if you remove one extra coin <clears throat> flip from the right. proceedings for your chances, you your lot improves immeasurably. Um, Chiefs plus wise, and you bet the Chiefs Packers, and Packers plus five fifty right, right there. Or hold on, Charlotte. There is a matchup. Chiefs versus Packers mm -hmm. is plus four fifty. If you want to do that, okay. So so many good matchups good. possible for the Super Bowl. Stay away. Titans. I really want. So stay I out really of it. I really want the Packers in it. I don't care about the Saints, and I don't want it to be the Bucks. Say, so I, I would like Rogers maybe to have one more shot at it. If my I Cowboys really can't get in, if they can't get in, but. Uh, I'm glad we're not going to talk about that. Hey, well, this is real quick. Russell Okong, the first NFL player to ever be paid in Bitcoin. Now, the NFL isn't paying him in Bitcoin. Joel, did I have this right? They're just paying. They're like, we don't care. Do what you want. We're going to write you a check like any, anyone else. But uh, he made it. Just, that's just like you pay me. Exactly. That's right. I, yeah. And then I transfer it. Yep. Right. Uh, and then so and then he transfers it into Bitcoin. I, does anyone here have any cryptocurrency? No, I, I my cousin I, I, got some Bitcoin like years ago, and I'm a little did. jealous. Yeah. Years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, and this is still uh, I, I'm going to sound like stupid here, but this is um, I thought this went away for the most part. Not that it went away. No, but there's some. It wasn't Bitcoin. as great a deal. I just read yeah. an article about. Well, <laughs> this is not what happened. <laughs> whatever. I read an article about this woman who wrote a story on Bitcoin in like 2000. Six, I don't know when, and she she tried to live on Bitcoin in San Francisco, and the only restaurant that would take it was this Chinese restaurant, and the <laughs> guy took held on to it and has made like seven hundred thousand dollars off of this Bitcoin that she used for like the a, restaurant for, for a, a dinner there. Yeah, 
Wow. So I think there's Shit. still, yeah, I know. Sorry. I got to say, if it comes out that more players are getting paid via Bitcoin or, or exchanging it for Bitcoin, I'm going to start to get nervous. I'm going to get nervous about like my Beanie Baby collection and everything else. Uh, like, wow. Well, those aren't worth, anything worth much anymore. I did look into that recently. Shame on you. Sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to shut your box down. <laughs> I don't know. How, I can't, I don't, I don't even have power to do that. I'll leave the Zoom. Uh, I'm I'm afraid of this, Dave. This Bitcoin thing. I don't know. I have I I don't know if I'm proud of it or what. I I have no idea what what is meant when people. I for a decade now I've been hearing about cryptocurrency, the pros and cons, mm. and my brain just gets fuzzy and I and I just walk away. I don't know what the hell. I don't know. I'll I'll settle for currency. Mm. And speaking of that, speaking of ways to make money, I recently discovered. I'm sorry, I don't mean to detour this conversation, no, but it's my way. I recently discovered, I saw something, Wayne Gretzky's rookie card, whatever, sold for some vast amount. And then it was like, Mario Lemieux's rookie card is worth $10,000. And I was like, wait, I have Mario Lemieux's rookie card. And and I do. It's worth $10,000. Do I sell it or mm. no? No, yours is you. all. You got you got little corner, little corner crunch going something. Little folded. No, I don't. No, no, no. No, no. I mean, I I know that those weirdos. Is it not in plastic? If it's not in plastic, it can never have been touched. If it's settled on the planet Earth, actually, it must exist in. Yeah, there are all those weird like mint condition things. I think it's I think it's in mint condition. Let's say you should have it. Let's say it is in mint condition. You should have it. If it is, do I sell? Well, I don't. How much? Here's a question: Is it gonna keep? getting more valuable how do you know that how do you tell that about a card like mario lemieux isn't getting less valuable as a person so you would think maybe like in 10 years will it be <clears throat> 20 grand or will no one care about cards then right uh, no i mean i i i, I expect i'm not a, a deeply religious man but i do th- expect in the next four to five years him to just ascend to that yeah so then maybe <laughs> wait four to five <laughs> they, years know, and when saint peter minute, calls right. you'll be like oh, okay now's the time to sell Will he be alive when he ascends to the? Well, that's oh, a oh, you're saying he died? No, it'd just be like I have fixed your planet, and now it is time for me <laughs> to Mario return Lemieux to my could own. Solve global warming. That'd up. be fantastic. Sorry, climate Anybody, change. Yeah, I would take. I saved the penguins, didn't he? Hasn't he already done enough? Mario Batali, any of the Marios could save the planet. Um, well, I think the only way to tell its value, Dave, is to go to uh, your local Chinese restaurant and see what kind of meal you get in the, in uh, return for it. <laughs> just try to give it up. <laughs> Right. I'll follow. Ru- <laughs> well, let's if Russell Okung has uh, if, if he can get some General Sal's chicken out, but I may as well try the Lemieux card. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know what this cryptocurrency. I'm, I'm nervous. It's I'm tough. nervous about all of it. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, I'm hoping it's like tw- like fleet. What it was, the Twitter thing, the new thing, fleet. Fleet. The top. I don't thing? know. Fleets. What is it? Fleet. Fleets. Fleets. Uh, I'm, I'm like, that's I'm like, all right, just uh, no one I forget. Pay attention I can't this believe people are maybe actually it'll go fleeting. Away. That's what I mean. It's like, I can't believe people are, are, are turning their back on the dollar bill. Like, just uh, please let it just go away kind of thing. Hey, we got some uh, NCAA football action going. There's bowl games every day. It's a big week. And uh, two big ones going on semifinals. We have Ohio State and Clemson. And then we have Alabama and Notre Dame. And we will be on Fox Bet Live <laughs> recording <laughs> opposite uh, Alabama. And uh, Notre Dame. So please, I, I don't know why anyone would watch that second quarter versus us trying to come up with um, <laughs> I'd watch ideas of why we're taking the Sacramento Kings on the road. But anyway, uh, let's do it. Our extra points for extra pay parlay. Here's what happens. FanDuel boosts the points and boosts the odds in our favor. They do all these things in our favor. And yet 
we're still not able to take advantage, Charlotte. We won our the last time we won was week um what? It was in the preseason, I think. It makes me now, embarrassed. We, we put together two winners and then um then they went away. I'm not sure how it worked, but here it is. Our extra points for extra pay parlay. I am starting things off with the Ohio State Buckeyes FanDuel raised it to eight and a half points. It was seven and a half points. A lot going on here. Big matchup last year. The referees took it out of Ohio State's hands. Otherwise, it was a close game against Clemson. And now they're getting eight and a half points. Ohio State, seven and one as an underdog against the spread. I kind of like that. Ryan Day, eight and one against ranked opponents. And everybody, Dave, you talk about Charlotte, something to prove. First of all, Clemson had to go out there and kill Notre Dame. They had to do it. They had to make a statement so that they could be put in the top four. Ohio State, on the other hand, what do you have? You have Justin Fields. It's like, oh, all this Trevor Lawrence talk, tanking for Trevor. Oh, look what the Jaguars do. They got Trevor. It's like, hey, what about me? I have close to 5,000 yards in near two years with Ohio State. I was in that conversation. I'm going to pick up my game. I'm going to make this close. I'm going to lean on the defense that shut down Northwestern in the second half last week. Give me the seven and a half points. I think this is a 30 to 27 type game. Maybe Clemson wins. Maybe they don't. Eight and a half is too many points. Charlotte, what are you going with? I think the score is going to be higher than that. I'm going the over at 65 and a half because, and I think, People might think that sounds crazy, and I've seen a lot of people being like, oh, no, you don't take the over in this game. But Justin Fields, for as good as he's been, he's also been fairly inconsistent. And I think that if he... I'm sorry. I think that if he throws a few picks, a few get returned, I don't know. I I just think that both teams have too much to prove here that they're going to be going pretty hard and... um, I just feel good about the points. So I think let, let's roll with it. You know, like I don't want to, I don't want the last thing of the year to be the under. Right. So, exactly. so we're willing this into existence and I feel well, great about it. Dave does want the last thing of the year to be the under, although it'll be the game before. No, but they, chronologically. Yeah, exactly. Let's that's, get the under true. out of the that's way. True. Let's show the, the yin and yang of, uh, of the world right. indicated by football gotcha. and all of that. I also want to say, I, I want to bet the fields. And I want to be one of the first uh, 500,000 people to say that because get ready, everybody, for the next 15 years. A lot of people are going to make that joke when Justin Fields is starting <laughs> in the fields. A, uh, pro football the game. Um, mm-hmm. People are going to do that, right? A lot, 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 of, lot of that upcoming in our lives. Um, by the way, Jeff Schwartz on a great minus three with a breakdown of all the football action upcoming this weekend. I encourage you, Nate, the man, you go check this one out. He makes a pretty potent case. even, And he is a Dabo hater. I don't like Dabo either. What a creep um, of a guy. He's mm. makes he makes the the Clemson Tigers, who were you talk about that inversion of like the Chiefs. They're so fun, mm. and they haven't been to a Super Bowl in fifty years, and their fans deserve it. How quickly things flip with that Clemson when they were playing Alabama a couple of years ago, oh, yeah. a few years ago with Deshaun Watson. It was like I hope Clemson gets over. They have that fun thing where they rub the rock and they wear the orange, and their fans are are neat and, and everything. Little, They're very Dabo. easy to root against. Yeah, right. right. Dabo with his dancing, terrific Dabo, grown man uh, creep uh, taking advantage <laughs> of these kids. Um, and by the way, in the meantime, and Jeff Schwartz will talk talk uh, did talk me out of this, so I'm going to stay away from um, uh, just betting the fields here. I will say I'm sorry for uh, blathering on and on. It's my way. I'm going to go under 
the 66 and a half, not just as an homage to the aforementioned Mario Lemieux 66, mm-hmm. but because I'm working backwards, kind of like you did uh, with your with your pick there, Sal. I feel like Alabama is going to smoke uh, Notre Dame and 45, 20. I mean, does that seem out of bounds? And that that's uh, that's right in line. And that would put you under this one. Mm. Um, and, and, and so I'm rolling with that one. Uh I say take the under there. Notre Dame, we just saw them play. Why they're even in this Final Four is ridiculous. Oh, come well, on. It's not stop. I'll stop because I don't want to be a broken record about it. But I, I, I bring it up because it really upsets Eddie Spaghetti, the producer, who's who's uh, who's. I was going to say, you're only doing this because Eddie Spaghetti's on the Zoom today. Eddie, jump no, on. No, I wouldn't jump, do that. I wouldn't do that quick. with my... Jump on. I wouldn't quick. do that with my cryptocurrency. I wouldn't waste it like that just to stick it to Eddie Spaghetti. Mm. But Eddie <laughs> Spaghetti is more cavalier with his cryptocurrency because he declares when me and Schwartz say, oh, I'm taking Bama uh, 19 and a half is ridiculous for a, a final four team that that's what they're getting. And uh, uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys against the Giants. Spaghetti gets raw and he's like, well, fine. So I'm going to bet against the Steelers yeah, and the Oregon Ducks. I'm like, all right, waste your money. Then. You, would, <laughs> you wouldn't be loving the Bearcats at plus 31 and a half points here either. So what, what, let's not worry about the Notre Dame. Or... We saw what happens when they play. We don't know what would happen. We can watch assume, Cincinnati. But where's Just the sense watch of Coastal Carolina. Watch these things. I don't it. care. I watched Notre. I did watch. I don't have to imagine what would happen. I watched Notre Dame play Clemson yeah. and get destroyed. And why did you why watch? You why did you watch? Because they're an interesting team, and that's what they want. Interesting team. All teams right, I'm in the not a TV field. executive, and neither are you. You're a fan. Don't you believe in justice? No. Yes, I do. I do. And Cincinnati getting six, all the systems are broken. To three is not going to be justice. Go ahead, Eddie. Speak up here. Look, I, I just want to say, well, first of all, I like Charlotte's pick of the over. <laughs> do you? Yeah. I do. And the reason is because look how Notre Dame uh, stopped Clemson's rushing attack in November. Yeah. And they still scored a, a, a large amount of points and Fields will get his. So I do I right. do like the over in that game a lot because um, obviously Trevor Lawrence is back. and He's going to score points. I mean, the Notre Dame hatred. I, look, I minus three. I picked I picked <laughs> Alabama to win the game. Uh, I think Notre Dame will be more prepared <laughs> in this game. Clark Lee was dealing with the Vanderbilt stuff. When they had to play Clemson there. I mean, like I said, Clemson had to win. Sal, you just mentioned that they knew they had to win. Notre Dame knew they're going to be in the final four, no matter what. It's a different mindset. They don't want to get embarrassed right. again. Alabama's just too good. I mean, they're going to have the whole team's going to be playing on Sunday. Notre Dame does not have the, the same amount of five-star recruits as Alabama does. It's because of their academic standards. So the, I'm proud of this team. <laughs> what they accomplish. And, and, and they get Eddie. so much hatred. They get so much hatred for making the playoff, but it has why, nothing why, to do why are we not crushing hatred. Georgia and Florida and Oregon and USC and Wisconsin and Michigan, all these schools who do not make the playoffs, like they deserve to be rewarded and they're going to lose. And it's, it's, it's a still a good season and I'm okay with it. Dave bet. Do me a favor. Bet Cincinnati. <laughs> what, is that? What? what? It's still a good season. It would have been bullshit. If, if the, if Notre Dame had not been in, the playoffs because yeah. what are because you talking listen, about listen, there's listen, undefeated listen, listen. teams the 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 system is so subjective that if you're saying justice is that the undefeated team who played worst teams should be in the playoffs over notre dame who played one good team and got beat where i think cincinnati would have been beat by more by clemson 
then like it, it the justice thing, it it just it it falls apart. The logic falls apart. Well, here, here's where the logic falls apart. Dave put a lot of money on Cincinnati plus six and a half against Georgia. You think they're so good, you think they have something to prove. They'll play a lesser team in Georgia, and you're still getting a touchdown. Do that or bet plus two twenty-five if you love Cincinnati so much. I mean that that I just be the case. I, I, I I get your bit, but I don't know it's what Georgia. I don't know what Georgia cares, and so it's hard. Well, for me it's to not a bit. If they don't care, you're you're looking even better. If they don't care, right? You okay, but that doesn't prove anything to to what I, what I don't like is the no man's land that we found ourselves in. <clears throat> we decided as a society. You see behind me, if you can see, you can see. My favorite no, college no. football game of all time, with the possible exception of USC Notre Dame, and what was that? Oh five. I love that. Bush except and, they had a lot of money on USC. I wish I could have. That's a I great wish I game. That's a wonderful game. game. I wish I could have. That one. That one. That's better what you should have called your than, book. Uh, <laughs> I wish I, I could have enjoyed, enjoyed that, that game more. You're right. I wonder if it's too late <laughs> to change. That's great. That's great. I'm going to change it. That is. <laughs> that is very good. Um, yeah, uh, with the possible exception, uh, I, the, the Texas USC game, that's the one that people still talk about. But to me, the better one was Notre Dame when they almost picked them off every touchdown as a highlight. touchdown. But anyway, my favorite game is the 84 orange bowl when Bernie Kosar and the Canes beat the mighty, uh, Nebraska. And you didn't Huskers. even think I, Nebraska should be in that game. You thought that was just a television <laughs> move to put those no, two together. They were undefeated. So yes, of course I thought they belonged in that game. <clears throat> But we, but we abandoned that. That wasn't satisfying. New Year's Day wasn't enough when we had five glorious games to watch from morning to night. And when you put your head on the pillow, knowing grim reality was waiting for you on the other side, a.k.a. a return to school after a nice break for a couple of weeks away from the nonsense, you at least knew who the national champion was. Just the same as you do now. But now we're in this weird no man's land of like, it's not weird. Yeah, it matters. Now it's we have these weird. games. They're, we have conference championships that determine who gets into that final four, unless we don't like the result. Then no, we, then it's we're not. Gonna, no, some conferences are stronger than others. There should be two from some conference some year and then one from some. Yeah, others. I agree. You know what? I 100% agree right. with you, Sal. And that's why. We all knew the Ravens were better than the Titans last right, year. Well, and so why didn't, why didn't the Ravens? Pro, pro is different. But the Ravens should, but they're in the College. same conference. But we know who's better. But you better, can so rank the, NFL teams. You can't, have, you can't have a system of a bajillion. How many FBS teams are there? There's going to be a drop-off in a tier, right? That's what you're saying, Charlotte, right? And right now, I think the drop-off is after three. And we can make a big deal out of the fourth team. Well, we could just let it go. Right, the four team is not going to be in the conference. Is not going to be in the. Finals. I want Notre Dame That's to it. win so badly now. Well, now it's going to be fun <laughs> if Notre Dame wins. But how about this? I'd be happy for I'd be happy for Eddie Spaghetti if Notre Dame picked them off. That'd be awesome. But but you know I I don't think that there's any merit that has put the put Notre Dame into that. They beat the backup QB of Clemson. That's what kept them relevant. And then they played Trevor Lawrence and they got smoked. I mean, what we've seen the result. It, it, I don't know the, what the to idea say. that you then get let them run it back. It's I don't it, know why it, you're it so the, upset about the Seahawks 14. and 49ers with when, when Seahawks and 49ers played each other, whatever it was, nine, 10 years ago. Is a deck we we understood those are the two best teams. Nobody said, Well, the loser. This is there was a, the there's a let's, system let's in the place for the playoffs. In this system, there's four teams, and you have to name the fourth team or the third team. It's just different. 
In NFL, you play your way into the playoffs. In NCAA, it's anyone's game. It's so subjective. It's not anyone's oh game. My Cincinnati, God. It's Cincinnati it is. It's not their game. I They're hope the Cincinnati same. loses 41-3 to to Georgia, and I wonder if he'll back off then. Would you even I back want Cincinnati I, to get smoked. He won't because no. it's Why? about the principle of the thing about like who deserved to be there based on so even though like it'll result well, in worse football. We're gonna we're gonna count the either you're results in, or either or you're in the league. Here's where it gets confusing yeah. is because division one A and all that, FBS whatever. But I mean, as an example, did I think in 1984 that BYU? was definitely the best team. But would you, in your world, you would erase 1984 BYU with Robbie Bosco? But you can't apply these rules. Just do under the current system, you have four teams. That's it. Whatever. It's wrong. There should be eight teams or there should be six. But there are four. So what are you going to do? You have to put Cincinnati in because they... They beat Look their at the results of the season against crap slate. So all these teams don't ever play anyone that's going to give you a, a hard time on the field because under Dave's system, if you botch a game, even against a great team, you can never be in that final four. Whereas if you're Cincinnati playing the two lanes and everybody I mean, else, listen, like, no, I'm not, I'm not that rigid. If you, I mean, if, if some, I, uh, we've, like I say, the bottom line is we are in a bizarre no man's land where we attempted to get away from subjective thought from people watching from afar and ranking these things. That was the whole premise of this BCS and then final four. And now we're right back into it anyway. It's like, ah, but you well, but know, the computers, down Notre the, Dame is better than Cincinnati. Like, the what? computers what, what, didn't work. Then either. what are we doing then? Right. When it exactly. was just up to computers, they didn't like then. Then it became like, oh, well, but they don't see what was actually happening. They only see the score. Yeah, nothing's good. And we're there's left no with four. good way to do this in a way that's fair if you have that many teams in that uneven of a situation constantly. I know it's like for me to say I don't care about the fourth seed after losing my voice now screaming for 10 minutes. It seems crazy, but um, <laughs> I don't care about the fourth team. Sorry, Eddie. It's, 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 I think the top three are the top three. And let them play it out. Uh, but anyway, that said, I'm going to be rooting for no. I, I just want to say, I just want to say, I, I hear you, Sal. But that's yeah. exactly right. And ultimately, <clears throat> I believe as a man of justice, I believe in a meritocracy. That's why I say I wish we would go back to a best of nine World Series where you have two pennant winners and no one else in the playoffs. That's not By the that case, measure. Though. There is no fourth team. There is no. There does not exist on planet Earth this year or any other a claim from a team that slots about fourth or fifth, any claim that like, we're really the number one team in the country. Okay. That's what's beautiful about right. one versus two. And what, once you get to the fourth <clears throat> team, right. why would you not put Cincinnati and, 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 because uh, they're not, because they're definitely not the fourth best team. That's why, that's why I'm just telling you based on the results of the game, you, you undermine the entire integrity of a regular season. If one team in the same conference, same division, whatever you want to call it, goes undefeated, another one loses to one of those teams that's already in the playoff, then what are we doing? All right, let's move they on. They should have forfeited, right? I, like, I, don't, I don't know what Notre Dame should have done against uh, Clemson. Like, I, I, I guess they could have won, and then they... I, I, I'm looking, How about what, if they what, play what them within Cincinnati? a touchdown, then it feels like, okay, let's let's get round three. What's their okay, impressive then I, then win? It, UCF, they, they beat UCF on the road. Like, I'm trying to look at that. Tulsa game was crap. That they barely won. Notre know. Dame won in overtime against Clemson's backup QB. Clemson's That's their backup big win. QB was good, and he put up he a was very a, good. A, 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 he, he was had great. Like, what, like four hundred yards pass? I mean, I don't he know. He was awesome. Yeah. He was he was spectacular. But the but it was against a backup QB. 
A, a backup QB that overtime. plays every, That's their quality plays every fourth quarter. The backup QB, Clemson. It's not, and then play, and then they play that same team with their with Trevor Lawrence, and they get whipped. Yes, let's reward them. They definitely have a shot at the national title after the last time we saw them right. in a conference title game. They got annihilated. What are we putting them into the all thing right. for? We let's know reward what they Cincinnati because they beat Memphis forty nine ten. That's that, that's the team that should be in there. Anyway, I gotta get I gotta it's get the same this league. In. I gotta get Go this ahead. in. I have to do this. So that is our extra points for extra pay <laughs> parlay. I'm going Ohio State plus eight and a half. Charlotte's going the over sixty five and a half in that game. And Dave under sixty six and a half with Notre Dame. Alabama. Yes, FanDuel is boosting the points and they're boosting the odds. It was plus 440. That parlay is worth plus 520. Let's win this one, guys. Enough already with the losing. I'm sick yes. of losing. I'm sick of losing too. And I'm sick of talking. <laughs> yeah, what are about we? Notre sport. Dame against Clemson? Come oh, on. shut up. Shut up. <laughs> um, that's all I have to say. Hey, do you guys have uh, New Year's resolutions? Or should, I was thinking we could leave it up to the fans. They can reach out to us at the extra points gang at gmail.com. I started mine That's, early. You did? Yeah. Did you announce what it was? No, or is, I just quietly did it on this podcast. <clears throat> you did on this podcast. Yeah. You did. It. You want to know what it was? Yeah. Remember Bitcoin? how someone, no, God, I wish it were Bitcoin. But, uh, remember when someone wrote in and said, why does Charlotte always say I tweeted this and then say what she tweeted? Yeah. I stopped I think, saying yeah. I tweeted this. Really? I just repeat my oh, tweet. Wow. <laughs> I'm serious. They're in your head. These, yeah. these idiots are in Look, your head. I just wow. want to go on. I take constructive feedback. You know, I was like, you have a point. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to adjust it. You know, every you know, people are like, don't read the comments. Don't listen to the trolls. Yeah. It's like sometimes they make you better. Sometimes right. they make you better. I know. But I as somebody who that one of the two or three greatest highlights of my life was when I finally got to see a tow truck getting towed by a tow truck. I, I was over the moon <laughs> for that in a weird way. <laughs> by discussing that the tweet is what motivated you to stop mentioning your tweets. No, 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 it was an email. Aren't you mentioning your no, tweets? No, it was an email. Someone emailed us to say. Oh, okay. But I thought, I, thought you, um, I thought you had a compelling argument supporting why you do that. I did. Okay, so my argument supporting why I did it was because if people saw that, if people read the tweet and then heard me say it again without prefacing that I had already said it once, they'd think I was just recycling material. But then mm -hmm. I realized the number of people who have read one tweet versus listened to this podcast is so minuscule that it was just more annoying to people who hadn't seen the tweet. So I did the averages and I stopped saying the tweet thing. Well, all right. I mean, I would say, and this doesn't help you, I would say that just by virtue of your bringing it up again is recycling material, whether you alert the public to it Damn or it. not. And I'm not, I, don't, I do it too. There's <laughs> no, only so no, many ways not, you can I'm analyze not, I'm not, I'm not, Aaron Rodgers as MVP, but, but. I'm not recycling I, I material know. because you know why? Because, <laughs> because there is a, it, it came full circle. It's the conclusion of a okay. story. It's not a reused bit. Interesting. All right. I, people want credit. People want credit for catching you repeating yourself and they feel, but yeah, in yeah. a way it's honoring you by acknowledging, Hey, I've, I've heard this experience. Yeah. Do, right. It's yeah. a, I don't get down about that. I agree. Is, is the bottom. Uh, you line. know what? I might adopt that same resolution if I didn't have 130 pounds to lose. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, Dave, do you have, do you have a, a resolution or you want to leave? We'll leave it up to the fans. No, no, no. Anyway, I need a new one. Have, I, I like I've that. already yeah. done my resolution. So now oh, I, I need a new it. one. Yeah. I need you, a you fan took care resolution. of it in December. But gotcha. I already All implemented right. a fan resolution is what I'm saying. So let's do another fan one. Fan resolution. I got you. Okay. 
Well, I, I like we've talked about, first of all, I mentioned the minus three football podcast where we tell you everything, but more importantly, uh, today at the time of this recording on the 30th, oh. we are doing the Shecky Awards, the 27th annual Shecky Awards. We cover, our, uh, we, we, we settle all hash. Mm. It's all settled um, with the release of that fruit of the year, um, best movie I watched this year favorite child, um, the Sonic Award, and so on. And also, I I hold off on, I don't make New Year's resolutions selfishly just for me. I make them for all of society. Mm. I have a bunch for the world of sports. I wait to hear what the listener thinks we need to do or what I specifically need to do. In football, we need to put the crossbar across the top of the goalposts uh, to make kicker uh, kicking more difficult. And if we want to go the extra mile, just just ban sidewinders and return to head-on <laughs> kickers. I also would like to move the goalposts up to the goal line once again to add an no. obstacle for pro football. They're, they're trying be to super do away funny. with injuries. You I can't think. do that, I know, but dude. it'd be super funny. It would be super <laughs> funny. It'd be super funny to watch them crashing into the goalposts oh all the God. time. Shrink the goalie pads. Masochist. Ban leaving your skates These to block a shot. These aren't your resolutions uh, to make, dude. Yes, they are. They're my... <laughs> I... You know what, Charlotte? Do you enjoy a nice crisp rosé on a summer's day? No. Mm, I prefer a white, to be honest. Okay. Well, let me tell you something. A lot of people enjoy rosé. Five years ago, no one had ever even heard of it. Then Dave Damashek stepped oh to the microphone God. and made a New oh Year's resolution for God. society. I defy you to go into your favorite uh, liquor store now and not see. This sounds you a did lot rosé. You did rosé, man. Congrats. I called for stuffing 365. It's been a slow go thing, but more and more we're seeing it on menus in our favorite restaurants. I called for bowls over plates. Why do we eat off of a plate? Yes, if you're cutting a steak, then you need a plate, but otherwise a bowl is a better delivery mechanism. Seeing more bowls We've in got restaurants. We've got Dave Spiedel Spiedel over here. Uh, speaking of bowls, you said the Eagles would make a Super Bowl run too. That that's that's a slow Screw. go. Too. Listen, that, that's I also I I, I I don't need that, and that. I don't appreciate that. Uh, Jim, I said that I said they had it. In Jim, it. what do you think of this here about this Dave and his uh, resolutions and his awards? What do you think about Dave, Jim? <laughs> well, I'm getting worried. We're going to miss the ball drop and the strike of midnight <laughs> if this keeps going. <laughs> And um, I don't have a resolution as so much. So busy, as so busy. Reminder, sitting around the house. You may feel like oh, we're not ready for that yet. <laughs> what a creep. yes, we are. You're all my least favorite. <laughs> You're all my least favorites. He said, "You know, you my, need a new my, fiance, Charlotte. That's just how. That's the, what I take away. From I know this. he's a curmudgeon. He's gonna he's gonna drag you down <laughs> he, with he him. Keeps don't moving, let that though. happen. Keeps us moving. That's true. You want you you want you want a time saver for life." Let's make golf 12 holes. We have the 18, it's too much. These aren't, it takes what, too how long. would you change the rules of sports? This is, what is your New Year's resolution? I might even. The, I, these are them. All right. I'm, I'm with the 12. I, I'm nine is uh, almost too much, I would say. I like uh, four holes, to be honest. Eddie, just, just real quick, Eddie, because you produced this podcast. You can see it on minus three. You can listen to it on minus three. Um, jump in for fruit of the year. Was it uh, an over, uh, underwhelming um, uh, decision? Ultimately, or what would you, how would you describe it? it? The the best fruit and the worst fruit categories. It seems like Dave just started eating fruit like yesterday. Like the wow. options for both were uh, they were appalling. As bad as his Notre Dame takes, really they were. Three, like three <laughs> genres of apples and his and his fruit of the year picks. Like I don't know. <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti, the Ian Eddie. Book you should of, come uh, hang out with us more often. Eddie's, I'd be Eddie's glad to. Be I enjoy, I enjoyed this except for the college football talk part. 
It's going to be all right. That college football <laughs> talk will be done. All right, uh, Dave. Uh, so uh, the extra points gang at gmail.com. Um, yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to make resolutions for us, uh, we'll be happy to entertain them. Some Charlotte takes them more seriously than others. The uh, voter, uh, the the listener feedback. But Should anyway, be. Dave, Dave minus three. <laughs> you're at Damashek. That's correct. And I <laughs> encourage you, nay, demand really. Um, let get right before the ball drop here, and uh, and listen to the Shecky Awards, the twenty seventh annual. We have a gay time as always. Me, Jeff Schwartz. And Eddie Spaghetti mm. chopping up all manner of things. The best, I, I thought a legitimately compelling conversation was the Sonic Award. I think it's the 13th annual now. It's the sports town whose fans suffered the most this oh. past calendar year. It's not who had, it's not as easy as who had the lowest combined winning percentage. It That's too easy. They're ones that caused you pain if you mm. had expectations and you were devastated by the results. These are things that impact if your team leaves and moves to another city. That's why it's the Sonic Award, because the Sonics ditched right. with Kevin Durant, Rookie of the Year, to move to Oklahoma City. That's what launched uh, the Sonic Award. All we right. had a good conversation about that and others. All right. That's on Minus 3. Check it out. The Shecky Awards, they go over Week 17. It's uh, Dave. It's Jeff Schwartz. It's Eddie Spaghetti. Charlotte, you're at the Wilder things. Sure you am. got a whole bunch of stuff cooking. Yep. Um... <laughs> no? You don't? Whenever, oh, you, you whenever you come around to me, I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> and I can't remember a single thing I've done. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Follow me, please. <laughs> Follow me. And <laughs> uh, there's some videos up there. I wrote some stuff. We got a People Sports podcast coming out tomorrow for all your New Year's Eve uh, listenings. And um, yeah, think of things I can improve on and I'll try to take them to heart. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just so kidding. Someone, Don't someone send got, those emails. Someone got into if you're listening to this, do not email me to tell me how I can be better. Thank you. Oh, no. Oh. Someone got into the white wine a little uh, early. No, the, <laughs> see, you know, sometimes, Dave, people will tweet at me and be like, oh, someone, someone's had some wine. And anytime they do it, it's, I guarantee you I'm always completely sober. Right. And I'm like, it's oh, that, these are the ones. That, I'm like, no, this is me trying. It's edible. I right. always tweet back, so what? Mind your own business. I'll drink when no, I want to No, like the drink. drunk tweets no one calls me out on. And then when I'm sober, they're like, are you high? And I'm like, no, not. Well, listen, get drunk on our extra points for extra pay parlay, which is Ohio State plus eight and a half. The under in the Notre Dame, Alabama game, 66 and a half. And the over in Ohio State, Clemson, over 65 and a half. Plus 440, FanDuel boosting it to plus 520. That's FanDuel.com slash extra points. And yes, as Jim Cunningham pointed out, it's a reminder that even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all our favorites. Happy New Year, Happy everyone. Happy New Year. 